You are listening to an Elegant Weapon Podcast. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. Hi, this is Ray Park. I play Darth Maul in The Phantom Menace, and you're listening to an Elegant Weapon Podcast. Check it out, listen, make sure the force is strong. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. This is a journey into sound. Episode 125 live in person from the great Allentown Comic Con here in Pennsylvania. My name is Jay. They call me the Jedi Ross. Excuse me for one little moment. Okay, now we can podcast. <laughs> um, everybody, welcome back. It's been fun times. Yes, we are here live. We're in Pennsylvania. We're having a very good time. We've come down to hang out with Stan, my good friend Stan. All you regular 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 listeners are familiar with Stan Kanopka of Nemesis Studios. You can understand, but we all have to make it up. There are really the thousands and thousands of people in the room are actually really far away from us. So if it sounds like there's only like five, it's just it's just room. Room. Um, sitting with me is Nick. Nick, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Nick Minacci. I'm from the G&T Show podcast. We have done 165 live episodes now, and about 100 of what we call uh, supplemental logs, which are, are special episodes that we just drill down. It's not our usual free-for-all uh, where, we, it's where we have a guest, and we'll just drill down on what that guest is doing. Uh, directors, actors, artists, musicians, uh, you name it. That's cool, man. We'll do it. You've had Stan on the show. Had Stan on the yeah, show. That's how when I first heard you yeah, guys. Yeah. And, uh, that and was, you know, that was even even when we do that, we're pretty free form. Yeah. We have an explicit rating on iTunes because we feel that why hold anything back? Yeah, we're the same. This yeah. is explicit. So uh, earmuffs, kids. Just Any last of you week. Have sensitive ears. Yeah. Just Please last week, uh, my co-host Terry Terry Lynn and I um, we got into about a half an hour of just verbal. She's in New Mexico. I'm in Maryland. Our producer Mike is in California, um, but he 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 was in the corner crying by the end because I made a very simple comment. Yeah. That I'm every time George Takei does an interview, he smacks on Shatner. Oh well, yeah, that's. And yeah. I said it's it's gotten old. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's we know yeah. how he feels. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> and she somehow turned it into that I was that he can do whatever he wants because he's gay. 
and it turned into this what? whole yeah, and it turned into this whole thing. And by the end of it, somehow I I was. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was it was frustrating as all hell. And it must have made for a good pod, though. Oh, my God. We got so many downloads already. It's unbelievable yeah. <laughs> because the word got out on Twitter. Because yeah. one of our producers, she she live tweets our show as we're doing it. Right, right. Yeah. That's nice. How many you got? It's just the two of you. Yeah. It's Terry and I and Mike. Okay. Uh, started with Terry and I. It started because we played Star Trek Online. And we would be on Vent, Ventrilo uh, talking about, you know, on the game. And we would be arguing about Star Trek. Yeah. And somebody said, well, you guys should do a show. <laughs> Less than a month later, we started a podcast. This is easy. That's how it happens. That's how this show started. I was uh, I was hanging out with my buddy at home. We were smoking dubs, and uh, we went down to my basement and we hit record on my iPhone. Uh, the voice memos hit record, and that first episode involved uh, discussions about Portuguese man of wars. <laughs> And, uh, and, like, Star Trek Voyager. I think that was, like, our first episode, just talking shit on the phone. Yeah. yeah. Our, our mission statement is kind of Star Trek storytelling and more. And you can really, you can do week after week on Star Trek. Oh, easily. You, you, you easily. Yeah. Like, we've had Cisco Sunday, Ferengi Friday, you know, the whole <laughs> thing where we had a theme. But now we've settled into more of a thing where we have Coffee Clatch. First thing, where we catch up for the week, you know, did you see Avengers 2 trailer and this and that. Then we have our Star Trek news segment. Yeah. Then we have, you know, this is what's out now as far as merchandising and things like that. And then we'll kind of hit a topic, like Gamergate has been huge for the last yeah. couple of weeks for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or, 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 you know, then we'll hit a topic, things like that. Uh, but podcast, and I've done... Uh, side projects. I had a music show, Impre- oh, cool. Impressions of Sound. It's based off of a lyric from The Cure, my favorite band of all time. So good. Yeah, uh, yeah from back uh, in high school, uh, he would have been jealous of me, Robert Smith. I was pure goth, dude. I'm I was o- super, super OG. goth kid, like super. Go- I had hair that I had that. I had the Robert Smith Edward Scissorhands yes, hair. Yes, yes, right on, dude. In the black trench coat, combat boots. 1982, 83. I was the only Bam. guy wearing black eyeliner and all. Black. I was doing this in '92. No, this is '82. <laughs> I just outed myself as far as age. But um, yeah, so impressions of sound is from uh, song "A Strange Day." Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a line from there, and I figured that's such a great. Yeah. And I would theme those. So one week would be '80s. One week would be heavy metal. One week was all Australian bands. What? One week was all... Ca- You'd be surprised at the amount of cool Australian bands. Well, yeah, um, I can only think of And there's of a one. country singer that's from Australia. What's the one? Men at Work, is it? Men at Work. Colin Hay. What? Who? Men at Work. Don't think I didn't play ah, Xanadu. Okay. <laughs> Xanadu. <laughs> Don't think I didn't play that. Xanadu. The Del Vinyls. Uh, oh, nice. In excess. Nice. Yeah. I remember the Devitals when you were a little kid. That she video died. was crazy. I know she died. She, she was so. You guys might be young. Anybody familiar with the Devitals? Uh, they had this when song. I think about you, I touch myself. Oh. And man, the red hair oh, and the lips. Smoking. And she was just bigger than life. Yeah. She was like a real life pinup girl, you know? But there, like, were, there was like a country guy who's a huge star. Yeah. And I was like, he's from. One week I did Canada. Did what? Groups from Canada. Did from Canada. <laughs> begin and end with rock. Oh, yeah, this is where it gets interesting. I'm from Canada. This podcast, The Audio Weapon, is based out of Toronto, just outside of Toronto. Maple Leaf Center? Um, Maple Leaf Center. What do you mean? Are you a Maple Leaf fan? Eh? No. I, I, see, this is where I get but into because trouble. Because you don't like losers. Well, I'm not supposed to admit it because it's in our constitution, right. and I, I don't like hockey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said it. 
I laid it on the table. All right. Wow. I know it hurts. That's, I'm, that's, I'm that's bad Canadian boy. Comics. Yes. <laughs> but what kind of Canadian bands then would you like? Rush. Rush. <laughs> Anne Murray. Anne Murray. <laughs> um, Brian Adams. What were you talking about earlier? You, you mentioned Snow. Justin Bieber. No, I didn't play that. <laughs> we won't admit to it. I didn't play yeah. Justin Bieber. I had more yeah. class that's than that. I will not cop to it, we, you know. But yeah, so and then I'm starting one probably in January. It's going to be uh, Gettysburg Seven. That's my Twitter handle. Gettysburg Seven has issues, and it's going to be my comic book podcast. That's awesome. That's a great thing because uh, when you're spending sixty bucks a week on yeah, comics, podcast titles and names have kind of brought back punk rock to me. Because you didn't have names like podcasts have names since like punk rock and new wave came out, and you had these just absurd names for shit. I've described our podcast as an audio fanzine. Okay. Fans, yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's exactly yeah, that what makes I sense. It as. It's a yeah. hang. You you were on. It's a hang. Yeah. Yeah. It's we're sitting around. Yeah. On Sunday mornings live, I'm laying in bed. You can go either way. Fun <laughs> times though. Like uh, I'm very good friends with a podcast called Drunk on Comics. Everybody, anybody heard yeah, of these guys? Okay. Uh, fantastic friends of mine. They're out of Michigan and they do this show. And they're very structured as far as having segments. So they have stuff like a segment called Booze in a Book. Where they pair a comic book with a delicious drink that may go together, right? And they have like well, off the shelf. Captain Marvel, then. Yeah, yeah. And they have uh, like off the shelf, what's new on the shelf, you know? And uh, it would have to be something hot. <laughs> Harold Danvers. Oh, is... what would you pair with? Uh... Yeah, Ooh. with Captain Marvel. She used to be a whiskey drinker, so I love whiskey. Oh, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. It's whiskey. We're sold. We're done. All right, I have to be some, some nice kind of whiskey. If, if, if she doesn't raise her hand, I'm going to be solely... Are you, are you a Sandman? Fan of the Sandman? I'll have to show you my tattoo. I'll have to show you my tattoos. Yeah. You have a Sandman tattoo? Dude, I, right, you're I've show got it. three Sandman tattoos. Yeah. You have three Sandman tattoos. All right, that's, that's rad. That's death. That's death. That's death. That's Sandman. And Morpheus. And Morpheus and death together. Oh, that's very cute. I do a steampunk death. Very nice. Very nice. I remember back in the 90s, uh, Tori Amos. Anybody listen to Tori Amos? She did a photo shoot of her as Death from Sandman. I should have the audience mic'd for this. Like, like damn, eh? Yeah, I actually had a, when I was in my student book, one of my friends took a picture of me with a, a teacup in front of me. Nice. Doing a Put it right over there if they no. want to chat. Oh, what? yeah, some speakers. Um, let me ask, if you were casting a Sandman movie, who would you cast as Death? Oh, damn. <laughs> Did you guys hear what I just mentioned, though? Uh, I don't know if you just heard that, but Tori Amos, you familiar with Tori yeah. Amos? Back in the 90s, she did a photo shoot, yeah. and she dressed up as Death. Yeah. She, well, she, her and she Neil Gaiman are really good friends. fucking amazing. Well, she she does that. great. Yeah, but still, I saw her live at Massey Hall. The, really? It was amazing. I saw Susie and the Banshees. I saw them at Warehouse in Toronto. I saw that them at incredible. the Royal Albert Hall in, oh, in London. It's so incredible. Yes. Man. Yeah, yeah. We were, before you guys came in, we were... Uh, OG, original goth, like, Joy <laughs> Division, when they came out, I was listening to, in 79, 78. My son's middle name is Ian, because of Ian Curtis, it was supposed to be his first name. Oh, that's a good time. But the ex-wife disagreed. So what did you say your show's at, though, 165 episodes? Uh, we're at a, episode 165 right now, this weekend will be 166, it might be 165, we're on every Sunday morning live. You guys go live. See, this is something I've never really done. I've been on live podcasts, but I've never put my show live. I think once we did a, a YouTube thing where we went live. We go live uh, every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock on www.gntshow.com. And uh, 
before the start, every year we go out to Vegas for the Star Trek convention. Right. And we have a booth there, and we, we, we interview the people there and everything. But I go to Albuquerque first, because that's where my co-host lives, and we do every year live video podcast cooking with G&T. <laughs> and it's us getting fucked up while we're making dinner. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Have you ever seen Drunken History? Yes. Oh, that's a great oh, show. Yeah. That's one of my but favorites we, right now. We drink and do stir-fry or steaks, and we've done it two years in a row, and everybody <laughs> says the same thing. And then what we do at the convention in Vegas is breakfast with G&T. We don't do that live. That one's taped, and we just put the mics yeah. in the middle of the breakfast table. And, like, two years ago, our waiter was the star of the show. <laughs> ben from the Philippines. He was the star of the show. Oh, that's I'm cute. Talk to you that's later. <laughs> Are you with anybody? Or? You with him? Wow, dude, it's Nikki Six is in the audience. Look at Nikki that. Nikki Six is in the audience. <laughs> Do you know it's actually funny you say that? A friend of mine, also out from Michigan, that whole Michigan contingent of artists, uh, Cosmic Casey is her name, and she was just a female Nikki Six for Halloween. And she's got already got Nikki. The hair. I look, I'm I'm oh, painfully straight, but if I had to shell a jail cell with Nikki Six, I'm okay with that. You know, <laughs> that's your that's your one. That's, that's your well, gift? no, there's uh, sadly there's a few because <laughs> my job is me and nine women. So they they like I found out on live on our show. Look, I don't watch Doctor Who. The only time I watch Doctor Blasphemy. Who, well, wait, the, I stopped watching it now, and the only reason I watched it was because of Karen Gillian. Selfie was so good that new show and they just canceled it. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was it funny. Canceled. Yeah, they just canceled it's it. It's only been on like better. four weeks. Yeah, it's, it's been getting better with each show. Like yeah. the second show was a little shaky and then it started actually hitting its stride. And yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed well, it. you know the problem though is up. It's up against Flash. Yeah. And because that's why I didn't watch it. Because yeah, it's up against Flash, and yeah, yeah. Flash is going to win for me every time. Um, <laughs> a little behind on it. That's what TiVo's. I don't have it. See, I get free dish because of where I live, so I can't. I'm really worried that Constantine is going to get canceled. Oh, I, I haven't even seen this it. This was the first week I, I missed. Shamed. Me too. But it's like I'm that <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Friday night at 10 o'clock, which yeah. is what they did with Star Trek. They put um, it on so late. And Firefly too, right? Well, yeah, Fox doesn't know, count. Fox doesn't Why? count, but no, and Constantine, it, it's totally in the wrong time slot. Yeah. But if they did it Monday, it would be against Gotham. Yeah. If they did it Tuesday, it's against Flash and then Agents and of S.H.I.E.L.D. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday's Arrow. <laughs> Thursday's really the night they should have because it would have been against football. And those are always terrible games on Thursday. <laughs> That's like Tampa Bay versus, you know, San Diego yeah, or yeah. something. But, but, yeah, no, it's, it's totally in the wrong time slot. That's fun. The only specials we've ever done on this show is, uh, well, we do Fan Expo every year. So we have a big giant up in Toronto, the Fan Expo. You ever been up there? I really want to. Come on it's up. It's like the weekend before Dragon Con. Oh, and it's, it's, I can't. Do you go to Dragon Con? Oh, That's my bucket list. People love we'll Dragon Con. We'll have to trade later. Oh, my gosh. We'll have to trade info because if I go. Wow. But yeah, so we have the Fan Expo special we do every year, you know, because I do like 16 hours of recording. But then we have our 420 special. So every 420, yeah, we, uh, we actually will dive into the history of like, we won't just sit around and smoke as much pot as we possibly can. Even That's, that's just kind of a regular episode. So we kind of try to mix it up. And then on uh, 420, we'll actually go into ska reggae. 
Nice. Because that's my thing. I'm a, I'm a big ska reggae guy. Right? Well, you'll so. like this in the, the music show that I did. And the reason I don't do my music show anymore is my external hard drive died. And all 17,000 of my songs on there are on there. Oh. So I'm desperately trying to find a way to, to get that fixed because I also had a whole bunch of other stuff on there. Yeah. Pictures of my kids. You know, yeah, all yeah. my photos from Iraq, from three tours in Iraq. Wow, and, you're and, a vet then. Oh, yeah, right 20, 27 years in the Army. Nice. My sister-in-law's... Uh, yeah, yeah. Pay my child support. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it does. But, um, so everything was on there. But no matter what the theme was for the week, I always ended with the same song. So it could have been Heavy Metal Week, it could yeah. have been movie soundtrack week, whatever, I always ended with Three Little Birds. Oh, very nice. Because yeah. I wanted to end it on an upbeat note. Yeah. But the really cool thing about that was I found a shit ton of different versions. Yeah. The Chipmunks version of Three Little Birds Fuck off. is the coolest ver- Right on. Seriously. And I really? played that on the Christmas show because oh it's Chipmunks. God. That's unbelievable. But the, it is the coolest version. It totally jams. <laughs> like, I played it like four times in a row. I oh, didn't want to nice. stop playing it. It's a happy song. Bob is Ziggy something special. Did a version. My son, when my son was born, um, he's turning four on Tuesday, actually. Aww. And uh, when he was born, when I drove him home from the hospital, he'd never heard music yet. So I wanted the first song he ever heard to be Lively Up Yourself. So I got him in the car, and the first song he ever heard in his life was Lively Up Yourself. And I hope that just, like, puts something. I was like, this is the music. This is music. It, there's no other different types of music. There's only, this is what all music is, is Bob Marley. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But now he's all, let it go. And how he's going to be four? He's going to be four on Tuesday. And it's amazing how four-year-olds can, like, one day they can't talk or sing a song, and then they see a movie they like, and they can do it line for line, <laughs> word for word, tone for tone. He's doing the actions, and he's like, let it go. Have you seen that video of the kid who does the dance? He's like six or seven, and he's doing the Patrick Swayze dance from... from. Have you seen that video? No. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Who's this again? It's a kid? See, yeah, it was okay. on YouTube. YouTube is the greatest invention ever. It's wonderful. For the simple reason, I'll go on. Great example. Avengers 2 trailer. I've yeah. watched it every day since it came out. Just because I... I, 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 I that trailer wouldn't be half the fucking trailer it is. Without the Pinocchio without the song. song. Yep. Without the song. That song makes the entire goddamn But I'm sorry. Out. I have no strings on me has yeah. become my mantra. Yeah. But... I started by watching that, and then you know how they have the little, well, you may also be interested in, two and a half yeah. hours later, I'm watching how, how to oil a chainsaw in Spanish, <laughs> because it just, YouTube is like, yeah. and then you realize, fuck, I've been sitting here for two and a half hours, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'll go on there to see something crazy, like, like you'll start, and you'll be like, okay, let's do like. You're in a movie. Okay, best knockouts, you know, and you just decide yeah. UFC top tens or whatever. Twenty minutes later, I'm watching some soldier hugging his mom or something, yeah, crying my and you're ass crying off. And- or some guy giving his mom a car or his dad a car that was his dream car from the seventies. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Like the honest trailer for Age of Ultron. Yeah. And how he was in a Hakuna Matata. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spader, Spader, though, already I can tell he's going to be just unbelievable. Okay, this, this, this is a bit of blasphemy. I'm kind of over Marvel. I, I, I feel like a load has been blown. No, I can understand no, that. Did you hear what I'm, but no, that's going also on the fact that I'm naturally growing up a DC kid. See, I grew so up. So I'm. You can't make movies. 
But DC can make just awesome TV shows. Yes. Okay, you can't. No, awesome you're TV saying shows. okay. You got to rephrase that because DC can't make movies can't make movie. today. They oh. haven't been able to make movies for about a decade. But DC also, Warner Brothers gave you Superman. They gave you the original Batman. They gave you the Dark Knight trilogy. True. So you can't say there would be no Marvel Cinematic Universe without Superman. I agree. They, I, they made it. Remember the tagline? You will believe a man can fly. And we did. That oh my was, God. We were kids. just like, he's fucking flying. The seminal. Because, again, I saw that in the theater. I so, yes, they laxed. And there's been time. And there's been some mistakes. Yeah. But Catwoman. But also there's no DC Studios. There's a Marvel Studios. And Warner Brothers. But who owns Marvel Studios? Walt Disney. The mouse. There you go. So there you go. I mean, it's... Here's here's something that's rattled in my brain. Although I will say, Days of Future Past blew my mind. Parts did, yes. Five times in the theater. Twice. Really? And you know, when Blink came on, first of all, I... Time's up. Yeah. I had to go wash off after I saw that Blink was in it. Yeah. But her creator I've had on the show. I oh, can't really? remember his no his name. Oh, but sorry. But that movie Days of Future Past and First Class, I thought were both top notch productions. Uh, yeah. yeah top notch. I preferred the other one. You don't like them? I wish Marvel owned the rights to the X Men. I don't disagree. Yeah, I hate yeah, yeah. yeah, but that was a whole... That, <laughs> that Brett Ratner. That was Brett Ratner. Yeah, that was and when you hear Brett Ratner, yeah, does anybody bad. else think of Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, the not first in a Coke. Wait, what's that got to do with that? What? Brian Ratner was his name. The character's name. Oh, that's right. That yeah, so Brett Ratner. But here's the thing that's going to blow all of our fucking minds is when Walt Disney signs that check and buys DC. And that's when the whole world's going to not know and the internet's going to be like, I don't know what to do with does myself. It, does I don't understand. Be, does it have to be Disney? Disney won't everything. No. Well, I'm just saying, imagine, I don't see it not being a huge possibility for Warner Brothers selling off their rights to Disney. But can they? They can afford it. No, Absolutely. I'm thinking, can they monopoly-wise? Is that allowed? Serious, that's a serious. Oh, did we drive but you But they're away? not. You can't Oh, the pretty girl with the blue hair and the bloody face is leaving. Bye, kids. Fun. Bye. See you later. Uh, they're like so out of here. Totally. Um, I don't think it's a monopoly because there's other. It's only a genre. You can't no, monopolize a genre, right? It's no, not like they're saying no one else is allowed to make movies. If they, if Disney, own, well, you're right. The studios. I'm, th- I'm not thinking the comic books themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't. Know. Be interesting to see. Either way it goes. I'm just. I've always been a DC kid. I worship Batman. See, I'm also a huge Zack Snyder apologist. See, Zack Snyder is a cinematic genius to me. I grew up... I, I'm sorry. It's, fuck your the, stories. Fuck your characters. Fuck your plots. I'm sorry. You make shit look like that. All I need to do is watch capes. You, <laughs> Superman's cape was so perfectly orchestrated in that movie. That's what, all I need. Can you imagine what he's going to do with Batman's cape? What? Splooge. What? Splooge. Take my money, please. All right, two things. Come on. The seminal moment in the movie Superman, Mm -hmm. and again, I saw it in the theater, Mm -hmm. first run. Right. So I did believe that Christopher Reeve could fly. Yeah, nice. And we all, that was proven not true. Oh, I'm sorry. Too soon? (laughs) Too soon? Wow. The the seminal scene is after the day with Lois Lane. Okay. He flies off into the distance. She walks in and opens the door, and Clark is standing there. And it's in one take. And to this day, I don't know how they did that. It's a good point. 
you believe they had that split screen there though. They could have they, they, they everything I read screen. said it was one dolly. She moves slow. But the fact that he was in the Superman costume and flies and then he's there as, you know, Clark Kent. No problem. It's gotta be some creative slicing in there. <laughs> but am I the only one willing to give Ben Affleck a chance? No, I'm no. fucking okay. all about it. All about it. Especially if it's Frank Miller, Dark Knight, Pac-Man. That, that's oh, yeah. not my problem. <laughs> what are you worried about? What's yours, Gal Gadot? I'm worried that Gal Gadot can't do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Model T cannot build bulk. It's inherent with that build. That's reality. That's physics. Yeah. And so she can look like an she can look like an in-shape archer, runner, right. things like that, but you're never going to believe that she's like, yeah, I can just... That's also a new school Wonder Woman. More, That's Wonder, true. Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman hasn't been drawn muscularly since uh, only like the last ten years. Not even. Linda Carter was seventies and sixties. She, she was, was not muscular. She was drawn with skirts and shit. Now she's good. Have you seen Gal? What I'm saying. Gal's looking. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying. Small, small though, in that picture, they released it. I was like, wait. But also, well, that's why they're pushing the movie back another year, too. She, in a year, she could she could never know. She might have the older. I think she has to. They're not going with the traditional Wonder Woman. Oh, that also worries me. Origin. They're not going with the new 52, which worries me, too. Yeah. But it worked for the. See, here's also the thing with Zack Snyder is okay, let's think of. Am I the only one that liked watching? No. Worship that movie. Okay, what's her name? Silk Spectre. You don't think Silk was Silk Spectre? Was Silk Spectre bulked up? Was she huge? No. And Zack Snyder made her look like a ass kicking goddess. Yeah. And that's the exact same thing and I think he's going to do with her. I don't get to hate that movie yet. She doesn't really need don't. to be bulk, you know. Yeah, she's not supposed to be superhuman. I would like to have been in the owl with her though. Well, they they are going to have to switch stuff up. I mean, they're 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 taking such different areas. They take the dark the dark night turn story. And add all this shit to it, yeah. you know. All of a sudden, that's my problem is they're shoemakering it. Yeah. They're throwing way too much in. It's not going to be it's the first big though. <laughs> when they say that Wonder Woman and, 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 and Aquaman, Aquaman are going to be in this, yes, but they're going to being in it maybe three seconds. I think that's what it's. Do you know what I mean? Really yeah. Like the end. It's, yeah, it's not necessarily going to be like that. They have big scenes. See, I like right? the way Arrow's been doing it. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, the, it'll be a few weeks of normal, and then, boom, somebody comes in. And then they go, and then they come back. So it's real slow world building going yeah, on. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Flash is doing the same thing. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tried too hard to not be world it's building. It's so weird, because I don't like Marvel much, but I loved Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents and everybody of Shield doesn't like it. Was, I thought it was weak, but it was by design, because they had to wait for Captain America 2 to come out. Okay. It's kind of like every John Sweden show, though, where you oh, guys just stick with it, stick with it. And then, and then at some point, it yeah. Arrow was the same way. Remember how weak Arrow was at first? I was like, this is going to be canceled. That's why I didn't get hooked. That's why I didn't get hooked on Arrow. I, I became hooked like, on Arrow when Black Canary like, came on. He was too angry all the time. It's <laughs> like, my name, I came from the shut up, man. Because he is not the Ollie North from the comics. <laughs> or, sorry, Ollie, Ollie Queen from the comics. I said Ollie North. I took it way back there. Um, but yeah, he's but not. Fun Hall is, is Ollie Queen is much more like uh, the playboy, the fun guy yeah. in the comic. He's much more. He's hey, more like, a like Green Arrow or. Uh, like cartoon. He's more cartoony. One. It's yeah, more like yeah, Year One Green yeah, Arrow. Yeah, yeah. 
See, he wants to do American Ninja Warrior, and I think he should because Stephen Hamill does. Yeah, he does the workout. Oh, like he does. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. 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 do it. Yeah. And his training has been insane. Right. right. That's yeah. Where I saw his videos of those. Yeah. He's a cool guy who he loves his fans. Yeah. He, he's what's he's right. Good, that's good. That's because he's industry. a good Canadian boy. <laughs> there you go. Speaking of Superman flying and leaving, you know, and YouTube, have you seen the little the little kid who sees Superman fly for the first time? No. Oh there's my like gosh! There's this uh, video of this little kid's reaction. He's like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like, like, being one year old kid. Look it up. It'll be like, oh. Did you see? There we go. Amber crying again. Well, another YouTube thing in in uh, I think it was Toledo, Ohio. Uh, it was a children's hospital, and a bunch of cosplayers repelled down the side of the hospital Aww. and were outside the windows. Oh, the waving. window washing! You yeah, saw that? I saw that. Yeah, they. It's was, one place. I was cooking with strong onions. It was. Yeah. It was really cool. And Spider-Man came down upside down. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, it was so cool. Uh, so cool. Oh, hey, I forgot about this. This is one thing I've never done. I've never done. I've never done this podcast with microphones before. <laughs> Oh man! How do you know I, so, I should start just putting a microphone in my basement with me. Like, in, <laughs> no one really needs to know, but it'll just sound different. Right? Do you like the <laughs> Do you like the big <laughs> reverb, like the 1970s AM <laughs> radio? Be way ABC. Welcome to an elegant weapon. <laughs> uh, oh, that's good times. Um, yeah. So, are you guys like from a group, or are you all just cosplaying together? Or you guys do this well, like a. Have, uh, Featured yeah. Oh yeah, I remember you from the internet. That's exactly how that happened. Right? <laughs> that's, that's how everything happens. That's how I met this guy. Now, do you I met think this Katie, guy on Katie Twitter? Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. my gosh. Yes. 100%. Yes. Katie Sackhoff. Definitely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, what are they talking about her for? Captain Marvel. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. You know, see, I don't know how that she could possibly in the realm of possibility play Captain Marvel it's going to be very very difficult for her too um, I don't see it see when she gets to that final clash with Black Adam I don't think it being a she thing is going to work do you know what I mean to, to actually like just just switch it all doesn't make sense to me Somebody said to me, Catherine Heigl. I'm confusing. And I hadn't thought right. of that. Captain Marvel is Shazam, damn it. I'm laying it down now. His name is not Shazam. No, they don't. They Shazam just let them. If you don't want to sleep with Carol Danvers, there's something. You know, actually, happen. you got to give that one to DC because DC did this in return. What Marvel did, Marvel technically owns the rights to the word superhero. Yeah. They technically own the rights. They have never... Like tried to enforce yeah. it. They've always let just DC do their thing, and it was almost in the same way that DC was like, "We're gonna just people think he's Shazam anyways, so we're just gonna call him Shazam. You guys can just keep the Captain Marvel." And that's literally how it worked yeah. out because it's sometimes it seems Marvel and DC can get along like the best of fucking friends. Yeah, that's how we end up because with they Batman, Wolverines, and shit. And then at other times, don't you think Batman is war. way more of a Marvel character? No, in tone and everything no. than most of DC. No. Superman's a dick. I think all okay. Marvel's characters are ripoffs. All Marvel's characters are rips off, ripoffs of Batman from the beginning. Really? You wouldn't have a Daredevil. You're not going to have a Daredevil without a Batman. It's not going to happen. You know? You're comparing Daredevil with Batman? I'm saying you wouldn't have Daredevil without Batman. Oh. Just that whole idea of vigilante guy. You know what I mean? You wouldn't have Batman without the shadow. This is true. This is very true. 
Or the so, Green And I think the Shadow is a very is way more DC than a Marvel type character. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, the problem though. I is like my heroes godly. I don't like them with see, faults and real and gruff and oh. dealing with fucking issues. No, I want them to be punching planets. But isn't that the beauty of That's Bat- what isn't I want. That the beauty of Batman? That's what I want. I want fucking cosmic fucking war. But isn't that the beauty of Batman? Is that he's got no superpowers and he's human. Yeah, but the beauty is that he's, he's not way, a dick like Superman. We take that too Ooh, far. Let me, let me use my super. Yeah, whatever. He's got to add super to Look, we know who you are. He's even got this nickname of the Bat God now. It's become pretty standard to, you know. Tony Stark is a prick. (laughs) Yeah, but Tony Stark says he's a prick. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. But Batman almost gets to be a fine line sometimes because of the Bat God thing. Sometimes he's just, he's too infallible. He's too James Bond. He's too... Smart. Yeah, but and I like it. No, I like that. I like the idea that you will never, ever be pre- as prepared as Batman. He is so psycho and broken and bipolar. And just his brain yeah. is so messed up that he's the perfect vigilante. Yeah, he, is, he can think of any possible scenario because he's just that psycho. I don't think it's that he's that intelligent. He's just so messed up that his brain works in this way. Do you know what I mean? And that's the Batman I love. The Batman that's just just as psycho as the Joker, if not more. Yeah. 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 And that was a product of the post-McCarthy, the whole Comics Code Authority, and all of that when they had to do away with a lot of stuff. And they had to kind of go that direction in the comic books. Well, they had to go. Well, they had to dumb it down for the, the basic six-year-old because he's going to watch Batman and mm-hmm. do stupid things. But that Batman, okay, the Batman suit container. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> the what? Shark Pal. Shark The best ever was. Did the anybody bat- else pop when they had the? Uh, the boxing glove arrow on arrow this week. Yes. Was that real? I thought that was a fake meme. No, no what they did was he, he rolled over and he put his arrow into the boxing glove and shot it. Oh, It was brilliant. like their little shout out to, 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 to yeah. That was one of the best cosplays I ever saw was this dude at Motor City and his beard was like perfectly orange and sculpted yeah. and he had the boxing glove and he had the he was total superpowers. He was come to life superpowers Green Arrow and it was Awesome. It, me too. It's yeah. just, you know, the, the Ollie Beard. It's got there. Come on in, kids. Come on in. Welcome. Hang out. Come on in. Come on in. Welcome to an elegant webbing podcast. Welcome it's to nice to have you. Well, why are you all yeah. so scared? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like this Batman, the one who's really warped in the skull. Right. Not the super kind, loving Batman Bruce Lee. Yeah. But I don't think you could get a Batman out of that. I mean, the only guy who's going to choose to dress up as a bat and, and kick ass is a guy who's pretty messed up. You know what I mean? So this guy. Well, that's the point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird that Batman ended up going that way. Now, do you like Ms. Smiley Marvel? Batman when the Smiley Batman Marvel? entered yeah. the comics? I'm loving that. Oh, yeah. The, the new Ms. Marvel? The. the yeah. What's her name? She always yeah. says that. Yeah. <laughs> Super friends. Uh, Meanwhile, great. at the Hall of Justice. Meanwhile. Zip and Zan. Oh, Zan and Jaina. Okay, that's great. I want to talk about Star Wars. Um, 
<laughs> just for a sec, though. No, it just reminded you bringing the, uh, bringing up that uh, the Wonder Twins and stuff. Is I don't know if anybody saw it, but there's the new Star Wars comic that's coming out, and it's called. There's a, a variant of the cover called uh, Family uh, Family Reunion or something. And it's the cast, it's Luke and Leia and Han and Chewie, and they're on one side of a door keeping it pushed close. And on the other side of the door is Jackson. And I don't know if anybody knows this, but back in the uh, 70s, Marvel had a Star Wars adaptation. And there was a giant purple bunny. Or was he green? Yeah, you're right, green. It was a giant green bunny. That's what he was. It was a giant green rabbit. And he was her friend. So this new cover is kind of a play on that, where they're not letting him in the party. That's you know, awesome. And he's trying to get in the door. That's thought it was awesome. a fantastic cover. But you're right. It's, it's weird how things went that way. Wonder Twins and, and like, this upstanding citizen Bat Batman. Mike? Remember Batmite? Batmite. Brave and the Bold. It was great on that. Yeah. So good. Come on. It's not as bad as Batman. Because they couldn't get the rights to, to the Human Torch. Because of the old, the original Human Torch, that they, that's why they couldn't have him in the, in the cartoon. Oh, wow. Well, all I, all I read on the blogosphere right now is how this new Fantastic Four film is going to suck that close. Oh, yeah. This thing is a mess. Do you know what sucks? I think Doctor Doom's a... Don't, don't, don't. You, you're the cover. You're the cover right now in the comic. Do you know what's unfortunate, though? I oh, bet you, it's, as much as it's going to absolutely shit all over the Fantastic Four, I'll bet you that it's a good movie. I don't. I'll bet you. If they didn't use the Fantastic Four as characters, maybe picked other. Because the guy makes, what do you mean, that Chronicle movie? He's a good filmmaker. How dare you? How do you even do how that? How dare you? <laughs> I don't even know how they're pulling that off. That's like, what the I'm shit? It's going to be a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Get the good Dr. Doom out of the blockosphere. Like, the, the best part yeah. of any video game was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is the stuff. Dr. Doom is actually the archetype for Darth Vader. Right. You know? Oh. That's... George Lucas has yeah. gone on record yeah. saying... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's where, when he was thinking of Darth Vader... Yeah. That's one of the main you know, influences. That's great. Because you got to remember how lightly he said stuff. So he would be thinking, I bet you he's sitting there with Ralph McCord, and He's like, you know, I'm thinking a little Dr. Doom. You know, a little bit of, a little bit of Dracula. You know, let's toss all that. Some Yul Brynner from Westworld. You show me what you got, you know. We'll pull it together. Yo. Yeah. How many, how many Not enough robotics in here. In the post, post, post-credit scene of Guardians of the Galaxy. That was oh, funny. I, mean, that was I was the only one oh, yeah, in the yeah, theater yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah, got I it. Really? Yes. I was the only one that got that. You're young and aren't you? <laughs> You're a sweet little young and aren't you? <laughs> no? Do you remember the first movie then? The first one? Remember yes. that came out? Leah Thompson. Yeah? That's right. Leah Thompson was in Howard the Duck. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, man. You know what I just like speaking of, throwing back, and it was because of YouTube. I watched Streets of Fire. Oh, my God. Thank you. Might be a bit... Look at the, look I at might the be a bit young for that one. Yeah. Streets of Fire. Huh? Streets of Fire came out in the early 80s, and it's a rock and roll fable. Are you trying to kill your brain cells? No. Diane Lane was 18 years old. She was gorgeous, but she was the only one. <laughs> Um, Michael Perret starred in it. 
from Eddie and the Cruisers. Okay. Um, what's his name? Um, the, how, not William Debate. Um, Defoe. Willem, Willem Defoe. Willem. He was the bad guy. Um, uh, what's wow. his name? Rick Moranis. What? What is going on here? It was, and it was this really stylized, but it had the greatest soundtrack. Oh, they uh, have great, great music. Yeah, on um, Diane Lane singing. Uh, well, it wasn't her; it was a different. But she lip synced this song called "Tonight Is What It Means to Be Young," which is written by Jim Steinman, <clears throat> who wrote the Meatloaf Out of Hell album. <clears throat> who I thought was fantastic as Martha Kent, by the way. I thought that was great. Absolutely. I like how she's oh, yeah. just so like yes. nonchalant. Yes. Nice suit, son. Yes. I just love how she's just so nonchalant. She was about awesome. It. Yeah, that was great. Sorry to. I hated Man of Steel. Loved it. The only good Loved part of Man of Steel was the female from Loved Krypton. Loved it. Loved it. Because she was take off the goddamn like, 1920s bodybuilding underwear. Okay, first thing they did right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, okay. I'm, okay. I'll agree with that. Please but the correct whole... the fact that the Pulitzer Prize-winning fucking reporter can't figure out it's Superman in sunglasses or in yeah. glasses. Good and, job. Fix hey, that. Hey, I'm in the Arctic. I'm gonna wear like the equivalent of what I'm wearing. And you right can't now. go with world destruction on Norway, me because okay? New York got coats. way more fucked up in the Avengers than Metropolis did. Way yeah, more fucked but up. But I will make an argument with you on that. In the Avengers, it was much more of a reason for New York to be destroyed than Metropolis to be. If Superman was the guy that they say he is. He would have managed to take the fight somewhere else. But he wasn't me, yet. Remember, this it was is destruction porn. This to is me, Man of Steel was destruction porn. This is this is Superman Begins. That's what you're not looking at. But Superman, remember is Batman, not Batman Begins. But Superman that, is not Batman. No, but this movie, There's he's the not difference. there yet. Superman's a dick. But he was He's not Superman yet. He's only been Superman for what a day. All he did was destroy Metropolis. They're not going. They may not. Hence, well, and that's let's why. Get, that's let's that's say why Batman coming in and be like, "Why are you fucking up our cities, alien guy? What are you doing?" But it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I read. All right. That, uh, okay. If they did an estimate of the damage that was done in New York, it's amazing. Days, it was something like twenty-five billion dollars worth of damage. That's it. That's like a bad Taco Bell run. No, <laughs> they estimated the damage to Metropolis, the loss of life, and everything else that happened in Superman. It was in the trillions. Because oh, less Because here's all Superman had to do. Superman was, was contained to a four block away area. from the city. New York was all over the city. Right, but they were streaming down. They were coming down like Galaga. All Superman had to do was throw Zod. All they had to all he had to do was throw Zod somewhere away and then go fight it there. True. True. Basically, what he is is this is Batman Begins. Yeah, for Superman, Superman. he's he still sucks, right? You know, Batman like Batman taking the Scarecrow shit in his face. That was like, oh, he wasn't ready for that. Like, you know what I mean? I think he's going to learn from this. I think a part of the point of this is he's going to learn to be a better Superman. He's going to learn to not destroy cities. And Batman's probably going to help. Like they'll have their thing about it, and then that's probably how they'll find their their you know their base of starting a Justice League, helping each other, right? Somebody else that I would do jail time with, Brandon Ralph. Nice. I would do Brandon. See, I'm sorry, but I don't care how many times. It's a beautiful shot of the Avengers. In that scene, when you finally see them together, oh. and the sort of the camera comes, who didn't around. get goosebumps? It's a beautiful, beautiful shot, and I got—I'm not a fan, and I got goosebumps. But 
when that fucking moment, however the hell Zack Snyder figures out how to do it, because he will, where there will be a League? moment where seven fucking silhouettes yeah. will be in a row, coming up over a mountain or a hill or walking down a street, or do so, and they're going to be all slow, and I'm going to just, yeah. like, brain's going to ooze out my ear. Oh, oh be mobs in the... I can't even tell you. I'm so... No, you know, what, you know what scene in Watchmen the is just the most beautiful. Movie. I, th- I, I love, love this guy. I, I think love Watchmen this guy. Takes more shit than is possibly deserved. How can you, the guy took it from a comic book and he literally? It went, was a loving, moving, and put it on the screen. And he made the ending better. He made the ending better. How do you do that? But to Alan Moore's story, how do you? I'll, I'll tell you the scene in Avengers that gave me the goosebumps. After they all form up and they're standing there in the city and yeah. the circle pans around. When they're trying to figure it out, and, and Tony Stark says, it's your team. Lead. Yeah. Lead. That was the moment, the soldier in me. He said that to Cap? He said yeah. that to Captain America. I never caught that. It's your team. Oh, yeah? I never, I've never caught that. That's when Cap said that was the moment they became the, and the moment he really became Captain America. And that's the moment where I was like, oh, and it was like summer, and I was like, oh. Because there's going to be a moment when something happens, whether it's Dark Side but or whatever. But who on the do, Justice League is the, it going to be? Oh, you fucking know that fucking all of a sudden, all these fucking giant no, no, god powers who, are going to be standing there, be? and then Batman's going to call the shots. He's always been the leader. He'll always be the leader. Batman has run the Justice League forever. Always. Who else? You and I are in the same wavelength. You know? Who else is it going to be? Well, you're going to have this brand Batman new... Batman comes and goes. You're going to have this brand new young-ass Superman telling an older Batman who's already been around for 30 years oh, how to do he's, shit. He's got his... It's not going to happen. You know? Up to Batman? Yeah. I think that's great. That's smart. I think it's great. I I think that's smart. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a whole different generation that knows these Batman. Now, did any of you watch the cartoon Wolverine and the X-Men? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just discovered that on Netflix. Really? How fucking badass is that cartoon? It's a good one. That is an adult cartoon where nobody dies. That's the one with Avalanche? Or is that X-Men Evolution? they did the whole... Days of Future Past a couple of years ago when they were doing that storyline and everything. And I still haven't finished, so I don't know if I trust Emma Frost yet, so don't tell me. Because I still don't know if I trust her. But what a great... Marvel, the problem with Marvel is, and we talked about Disney. You know what they're doing with Fantastic Four and X-Men, right? They're pulling, there's no merchandise. We just discussed this on the show recently. There's no X-Men titles. They did the 75th anniversary thing and they're not even on the freaking poster. But Nova is? Yeah. This started and I said to my friend, uh, I know. I know. I said. I don't mind that. I didn't know beforehand, so I don't care. Yeah, I don't mind that. But I was saying to my buddy Derek of Drug on Comics, and I said, I think there's something starting to happen here. He's like, nah, you're fucking crazy. Because it doesn't go that like far. Like with this Fantastic totally Four is. movie, they yeah. don't want to give them... Got you, Derek. Any got you. publicity or any, <laughs> any merchandising. Yeah, they ability. don't want to help. They don't want to push their characters. And the only characters. reason Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are in Avengers is because... They were in Avengers. That was tossed up. Yeah. That was confusing. Yeah. Now, but I now, will tell you, know, you. Even the X Men movies are now, or not, is it, what is it? They're not allowed to say mutant. No, it's uh, Marvel. It's yeah. not allowed. Yeah, the X Men can, but, but. That's why they're bringing in Inhumans. And, I know. And different 
Still not stupid. How many decades have we grown up? Like, you're not gonna tell... You fuck off in telling me you're gonna have fucking ever be able to have a Secret Wars movie without Avengers and X-Men and Spider-Man. You, it's just gotten too stupid. Is Joss Whedon gonna make Quicksilver as cool? No. That's not possible. That was the single greatest... They're starting about talking about giving him his own solo I am excited about Scarlet Because that was so... Yeah. Yeah, he was good Really. The only thing that she still can't explain is how is how's the music going? Well, is it? Because it's on him. It's so good. You know, you it's one of those it. things. It's on him. It's so yeah. good. You forget yeah, I was like, it. Yeah. Because he's wearing head, he's wearing a little headset, but I'm like, that, in the '70s, they didn't yeah. have a little. No. Headset. Yes, they had, like, oh shit! I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, that's true. Did not exist until like 1983. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hadn't even thought. Of, right, right, right. I hadn't even thought of that. That's right. Well, it was the '80s at that time, wasn't it? No, it was the Nixon. It was Nixon. You're right. You're right. Because it's, it's five, what, five years after? Yeah. Wasn't it? Or no, a couple of years after. Yeah, it, was, it was after. Okay, this podcast is degenerating into a giant blurbled room of talking, which is fantastic. What did so, you think of Godzilla? Uh, I haven't seen the new one yet. I haven't had a chance. I think I'm going to like it because I enjoy them as a kid. But what I'm going to do is we can sit here. We could go forever. Actually, just at under an hour here. So let's take a few minutes quickly to uh, talk about, you know, I guess, specifics. Um, Why don't you tell these fine people and the people listening at home uh, where they can find you and all your stuff, man. Uh, You can find us, The GNT Show, at www.gntshow.com. That's A-N-D-G-A-N-D-T. And I'm at Gettysburg7 on Twitter. Uh, it's the number seven, not spelled out. And you can find us every Sunday morning live at 9 o'clock on our, on our channel. And we're cool. supplemental logs go up. We usually do them on Wednesdays. We just did one with author Scott Pearson. Um, I forget who we have, but we've got like a shitload coming up before Thanksgiving. Um, but <laughs> I'm getting ready to do one with Gigi. I'm going to tape one here with Gigi. Very um, good. Yeah, she, I was talking to her. We're going to have a chat later too. I may She's not really wanting to, to press her new thing. Hey, or, which is it? Hashtag. Yeah. yeah. She pulled me over. She was like, "We got to talk." I, I've got I may not hashtag. be able to talk to her. I yeah, may yeah, just yeah. stare at her the yeah. entire time. So, but Nick, thank you very much for sitting in and being so a co-host to see. Uh, so, again, my name is Jay. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the underscore Jedi underscore Ross, as in Tafari. Um, you can find the show at AEW Podcast. Uh, it's an elegant weapon. www.anelegantweapon.ca stands for Canada. I got Canada. That. I, got that. I, I know the national up, anthem from somewhere. Hockey. I don't even know. I you couldn't even tell if you asked me to tell you what direction. I couldn't even tell you. It's I don't know outside. I think it's that way. Unless I'm pointing pointing to Mexico. Okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's north. Kind of northeasterly, northeasterly, north northeasterly, the beach, the beach. <laughs> um, so I'll say this now: he's not here, but Chris and uh, Carla, um, the runners of the Great Allentown Comic Con, thank you very, very much for letting us do this and uh, hang out and have a little panel and hang out with you, awesome people. Yes. Thank you for nice hanging out, guys. It. Seriously, and if you're a person fun times. that is a gamer gator that likes to dox people, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I'm just going to close it on, uh, on the note, uh, then, uh, fuck manga. That's all we're going to have this week on An Elegant Weapon. Everybody, take it easy. Joe, I'm sure. <laughs>